Welcome back to another episode of the Ozone Podcast, the voice of Magic Fans, episode 19. Welcome back, gentlemen. What's going on, people? So uh, for this episode, we are practicing our social distance. <laughs> so there's, um, there's only three of us today and we're, we are recording virtually. Um, for this podcast, we have Al. What's going on? Justin. Yeah. And myself, Anthony. So obviously, they, they shut down the league. There is absolutely no basketball. There's no sports in general. There's nothing. What, what are you guys doing? at home with no sports i'm watching a ton of netflix man like i don't know what else to watch i'm re-watching shows that i've watched a million times um and trying to get back into playing video games i haven't played video games in a year uh maybe a year or so and i'm finally playing 2k again i'm finally playing uh mlb the show that just came out this week um but that's about it watching tv and playing video games which is weird Play, playstation or xbox PlayStation, you know that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, for me, I mean, I I work, I still gotta work, so um, that takes up most of the day. But then I, I don't know, I kind of de-stress by knocking some people out in in UFC three. Um, I'm playing a little bit of uh, a Madden, but yeah, video games is definitely the way to go. I know I probably should be reading a book, but um, video games are a little more entertaining. <laughs> yeah it's crazy i was at um th- this is before they they brought down the amount of people that should be gathered out i think they were it was at 50 so we were out to a sports bar and you believe they had cartoons on the tv in a sports bar <laughs> cartoons legit cartoons was it was insane i've never seen anything like that before literally nothing not reruns not anything whatsoever so uh, the times have been strange, just like you, Justin. I'm I'm still working my full time job, so you know, watching a little Netflix here and there, some Hulu. There's a lot of good movies. I just saw Spencer Confidential the other day on Netflix. Oh, is that with, good? Um, yeah, it was real good. I was really surprised by it. Mark Wahlberg does a crazy job, entertaining. So uh, if you haven't seen it, definitely go watch it because it's it's definitely worth it. Um, but I mean, how, how do you how do you think this all impacts? So. Apparently, there was, there was a report that the Orlando Magic used the same plane that the Utah Jazz um, flew in, right? So there was a, a little scare that, you know, some of the Magic players might be impacted. Um, it was confirmed by Alex Martins that they were all tested and everyone's fine, right? Um, but how do you think this all impacts not only the team right now where – uh, it, it seemed as if we were going on a on a roll similar to how we were last season, and we were really pushing for that seventh seed. It's unfortunate. I mean, the, the timing, in my opinion, just could, it couldn't be worse. Uh, like you mentioned, our offense has been clicking like there's no tomorrow. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, we have the best offense in the league since the All Star break, um, which is mind blogging to me. I mean, we we've every week we keep saying the numbers, and we are thirtieth. 30th, 29th, we finally see a glimpse of what this team should look like on offense, uh, even better than we all expected. 
and then this happens. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's understandable. Uh, health comes first, uh, the health of players and, and fans. Uh, but it's unfortunate. I mean, we, our team was rolling. We were in the middle of a three-game winning streak. Um, but again, it, it is understandable after all. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know, man. I think this is – it kind of shows people how much your life is really full of entertainment because, like, when no sports on, it kind of feels like the world stops. Um, but for the Magic, it's just, like I said, it, it kind of sucks at the time that it happened because we had s such bad stretches this year. If this happened a couple weeks, you know, before All-Star break, it wouldn't have been that bad. The team would have been able to rest, reset. But right now, you know, going into the later part of the year and into the playoffs, you want to carry that momentum. So it kind of sucks that, you know, the guys got to stop playing. But at the same time, it's like how many of them were playing with injuries? You know, like they're, they're also recouping, rehabbing and resting, which everybody could always use. So it might not hurt that bad. Yeah, it's been crazy to see all the different NBA players that um, on social media they're they're expressing how bored they are like this is like way too much free time for them a lot of them are jumping into the tiktoks or the video gaming um i i think i i watched um i watched a, a clip today where i believe it was bradley beal that he made a deal with his wife for every three hours of video games he plays he has to make one tiktok video with his wife <laughs> <laughs> so it is it's crazy to see I, I saw a video of trey young shooting socks into a trash can from different you know areas in the room i saw luka Doncic playing soccer with a toilet paper it, it's just been really weird because this is kind of the entertainment that we're forced to watch um and in regards to how it impacts the magic um man i, I miss seeing my boys out there mm -hmm. and especially during this time frame and and the thought of yeah, I guess the only good, um, as you said, was, you know, maybe the next Magic game that we see might be with Jonathan Isaac, Chumo, Kiki, and, and Aminu in the lineup. You know, we, we don't know how far, how long this is going to be to where we don't have Magic basketball. Um, I'm hoping that it does come to a point where we're able to see at least the playoffs because I think this team definitely deserves it, especially when we think about all the different adversities they had to run through. Now, what I find crazy is um, – the whole NBA shutdown really came from, from Rudy Gobert. So he's been really the, the, the one that people are pointing their fingers to. And it seems like, Justin, your dude, Evan, he's been standing up for him a lot. I mean, yeah, I, I think it's, it's kind of crazy to think, you know, yeah, he touched all those microphones at the, at the end of the conference or, or whatever it, it is. But when you, when you think about, a pandemic which is what the coronavirus is right which means it's spread throughout the entire globe you don't i don't know even even though it's spread so much you don't think that it's going to be you you know what i mean you don't think that you're going to be the one that is going to be contaminated and then you know like they're young guys they mess around in the locker room they talk you know how you act with friends it's no it's normal interaction that would have been normal had nobody got you know contaminated with the with the virus but I think now that they have been, it's like, oh, Rudy was being irresponsible. It's like, was he or was he just being who he was and just so happened to be infected without knowing it? So I think, I think Evan has a good point. I think a lot of social media kind of 
one person says one thing and then everybody kind of jumps on it because it's a popular thing to say and everybody attacks. But if it was your personal life and your personal interaction, I, I think people would be more understanding of how easily it is to get other people sick. Yeah, I think it didn't help, the whole joking around with the microphones uh, thing. And then Donovan Mitchell did say that he was doing kind of similar things in the locker room as well with their equipment. Uh, so it's unfortunate. But like you mentioned, that could easily be one of us joking around on a podcast, recording live, messing around with each other, thinking, hey, we don't have it. We're good. We're just joking around. Um, but unfortunately, he did have it. And here we are now. Um, so, I mean, I don't mind the, what, what Fournier is doing. It's just, I mean, it came off kind of weird that he plays for a different team. I understand they're from the same country and all that, but uh, he did go a little bit uh, above and beyond protecting his guy, which I understand, but... Not only were they... The teammates. Yeah, like, not only do they play for the same country, they're friends, and they've kind of broadcasted their friendship out loud before this whole thing, so... I don't know. I think it's it's easy to think, oh, your brothers are only the guys that are on your team, but there's other dudes that you're friends with or that you're cool with that don't play for your team. Yeah, I mean yeah. they're they're very similar in age. Um, like you said, they broadcast they've broadcasted their friendship, and I think that friendship even expands a little bit out to Nikola Vucevic as well. But I think that everyone deserves a best friend like Evan Fournier. That dude has stood up for him like, like that was like that was his man like. Like no one else. Yeah, it, it was like one thing after another. Out. Yeah, he was trying to fight every troller on Twitter. It was insane. <laughs> um, I, I think I kind of agree with them in the sense that I, I feel like it's naive to blame everything on Rudy. Um, at the same time, he was extremely careless. Extremely yeah, careless. Was. We don't know if he's the one that got it from Donovan Mitchell. We don't know if you know it really worked that way, vice versa, whatever the case may be. What makes it tough is that it's not like Rudy Gobert was just some random player. It's not like he's a 12, 13 person on the bench. Like, this is a legitimate, you know, impact player in the NBA that's been affected. And now, after that, you immediately start to hear the, the Donovan Mitchells, the, the Kevin Durant. So now it's really becoming a really big deal because these are people need to understand that this is investments. These are products on the floor that people spend a lot of money. These teams are spending a lot of money on mm. and it's a big deal and i definitely agree with the shutdown that the nba decided to do it's just crazy how you see the importance of nba and basketball because the minute that the nba shut it down it's like everyone's kind of like should we be doing the same thing if nba is doing it why aren't we doing it now it's making us look bad so it's crazy how the turnout's been now something that i saw that was interesting um on twitter evan fournier um, he discussed his top five pickers in the NBA, pick, pick setters. setters, pick <laughs> setters, and <laughs> pickers. And he listed um, some interesting names. A few names I was kind of I looked at. It, I'm like, really? And then others that are missing a name. I'm like, whoa. So his top fives are are this. First one was Stephen Adams, which I get. It's a big Makes dude, sense. right? Big body. Second was Demontis Sabonis. Ian Mahimney, Rudy Gobert, which that one we understood, and Bam Adebayo. Uh, what, the names that we didn't see on this top five, Nikola Vucevic, Mobamba. It's Mo strange, man. Uh, Justin, I'll, I'll pass it on to you, Justin. You take the floor. 
is it is it weird? Is it weird that he decided to add a Miami Heat player before he added Nikola Vucevic? They run, so. they run set plays, high screen and roll. They run it on a daily with them too. That's right. our goal but to play. I, I think, I think realistically, like there's this idea that like you only got to ride for your teammates and be oblivious to everybody else's talent is kind of like crazy. You know, I think you could appreciate other people's talent and other people's skill without it like being a bash to your teammate. Um, I don't know, man. I, some of those I agree are questionable, but I think Steven Adams, that's a legit choice for anybody in the league. Um, Bam Adebayo, that's a legit choice for anybody in the league. Rudy Gobert, that's a legit choice for anybody in the league. And the, I don't know, the other two, you know, are, are a little questionable. But like I said, you, you shouldn't not be able to appreciate somebody else's skill level just because they're not on your team. So maybe the fact that Vooch isn't there, I wouldn't consider Mobama a top, a top five pick setter anyway. But maybe the fact that Vooch isn't there isn't a sign of disrespect. It's just like, you're not in my top five. And I mean, I don't think the the issue is not naming, you know, Vucevic or Bamba in the list. I don't even know. I didn't go back enough to know where that kind of started from that that, that list. Uh, but I do find it kind of weird, like Sabonis. I, I I've never played against him. I don't play in the NBA, but you would think that again, a guy like Vucevic or even Cam Birch, who he's played with enough. Um, We'll get an honorable mention. I think he did afterwards mention Birch as a, as a player that deserves to be mentioned in the list. But I did find it kind of weird that Vooch didn't get a mention there at all, not in the list and not even afterwards. Uh, but again, that's the guy that sets picks for him game in and game out. And that's the number one play they go to. Uh, it's that pick and roll with Fournier and, and Vooch. Uh, but again, it, it is his opinion. I, I know there's some friendly names in that list. I know Mahimi is also from France. And he played with him in the past. Uh, so I mean I, I get it where he's coming from, but it's a weird uh, a weird list. Uh, or to... or because we know we know Evan likes to troll a little bit. Maybe he's trolling Vooch. Maybe yeah, but him he and likes Vooch to go it. back and forth talking smack to each other, and Evan he knows likes that. To troll. He likes to troll Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba, I get. Yeah, Nikola Vucevic. That's your that's your Euro bro. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but him and Vooch go at each other all the time. Yeah, but you're you're talking about your top five pick setters, and maybe we're just looking too much into it because there's literally nothing else. <laughs> but, but he should he should at least threw his boy a lob there. Now I will I will add that um, a Twitter follower had ended up saying that you know what about Marcin Gortat? In his opinion, Marcin should be number one. And Evan Fournier responded, "I just did active players, but Marcin is in my top three, and he is not number three. So he ranks Marcin Gortat pretty high up there. So I still think that just out of loyalty to the team that he should have threw, as, as much as I agree with Bam Adebayo being a really good pick setter, he should have left that Miami out and, and left put any magic. I don't, I don't care. It could have been Ken Birch. At least, at least do it for the franchise, do it for the so team. Miami does it. Threw, Evan, they don't go Evan by facts. Th- true. Evan even threw a lob at a Bismack Biyombo. So you got pretty much every Magic Center that has played for the Magic recently, right? You got Gortat, you got Biombo, you got Birch. 
but you could not get Vooch or Mobamba in there. That's saying something. But Mobamba is not even not even a top five. He's not even close. So like I get I get Mo, but Vooch, come on, man. Like you're telling me that I don't know, man. This is just just some names in the list that I would say, hey, even just for for being a good teammate, I'm gonna throw out there and say Vooch just to So you what know. do you guys think? You think he's he's sliding Vooch on purpose? No, I think I think he was being honest. Like I think that he was just being extremely honest with the response that those are his top five pick setters. And he honestly does not feel them that Nikola Vucevic is at top five. Now, granted, Nikola could be number six. He just didn't make the cut. We don't know. He only said his top five. But at least give your boy an honorable mention, at the very least. Or, or add a little sly, like, sorry, Vuce, anything. Like, that's exactly. your boy. That's your go-to. <laughs> like, if Aaron Gordon is saying it, no big deal. But Evan Fournier uses – how many points has – you mentioned this earlier, Al. How many points has Evan Fournier scored off of that high screen? It's the majority of it, man. Like, that, that's the go-to play for the Magic. Uh, so that's the weird thing. Like, I understand the, the being honest part, but this is the guy that has given you, honestly, the contract that you got and the one you're about to get in a few years, a few months here. Um, so I don't know. I just feel like at least a little honorable mention would have been uh, appreciated. Yeah, I just I find it a little weird because I feel like any other NBA player, anyone would at least gave one person from their team, at least one, guaranteed one hundred percent. Granted, it's not the same talent level, but you know damn well LeBron LeBron James is going to shout out Anthony Davis, Kyrie Irving is going to shout out Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum's is going to shout out Jalen Brown, and so on and so forth. It's just the way that it is. So the fact that he didn't name Nikola Vucevic, and again, we might be looking too much into it. I found it a little. A little weird, a little off. Yeah, I agree. Now, as we know that the NBA season is is done, right? For right now, for the foreseeable future. We don't know exactly what's going to end up happening. There has been talks that the NBA might just come back for the playoffs. If that were if that were the case, that would mean that the Magic right now would go into the playoff as an eight seed facing the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round. So tough question. How do you how do you see that going? Do the Magic win one game? Uh, game, yeah, the Magic win one game. I think, like Cliff says, like you know, everyone talks about if the Magic play well, they're good enough to beat any team in the NBA. I genuinely believe that. I think that when the Magic are on, and the fact that since All Star break, they're number one in offense proves that they're like. I don't know, they're just volatile, right? Like, some, sometimes they're just amazing, and you watch them, and you're like, who the hell is this team? And then other times you're like, oh, my God, this is the magic I've known for way too long. So, I don't know. I, I think that there could be a situation where the magic can pull a win um, off of the Bucks, but it doesn't really matter, and that's, that's a moral victory, and I thought we weren't doing those anymore, right? So... It doesn't matter that the Bucks will still win the series, but do I think the Magic are capable of making it a series? I do. I just feel like the Bucks are one of those teams that we just don't match up well at all. And that goes back to last year when also Giannis missed the game and we also got spanked in that game. Um, it, the, the way they play, we just, for whatever reason, cannot guard their offense. Um, and for that reason, I think we would get swept. At this moment, we would. Um, if you were to add Isaac in the lineup, maybe there's some hope there. Uh, but without Isaac, 
and again, Aminu not being there, so that added length that we're missing would be really, really costly against the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, now, I ask you guys quickly here, would we end at the eighth seed or would the NBA give us a little bone here? Because we beat the Nets twice. We've played one more game they've played. So technically, would the NBA look at that and say, hey, they have a game over you. They're beating you twice. We're giving them the tiebreaker. They'll be the seventh seed. Uh, nah. man, nobody, nobody cares about yeah. us, bro. Yeah, no. <laughs> nobody cares about that. They ain't nobody giving us a bone. And that, that is true. That for a second I forgot what their magic. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so we we played the Bucks three times this season, um, and we're zero three so far. So the scores they haven't been close, but they haven't been. It's not like we're getting waxed by them. So the first game that we played, we lost one ten to one hundred one. Second game, one eleven to a hundred, and then the third one, one eleven to ninety five. So it, it's it's one of those things where in in the playoffs it's all about adjustments, um, but now you're talking about a healthy Giannis, a healthy Bledsoe, a uh, healthy Brook Lopez, just a health a healthy roster on both sides. Um, I honestly don't think that we have a legitimate chance without Jonathan Isaac because how do we match up to the link that they have if we're not even full roster on the link that we have on our squad. Yeah, and, and that's exactly what I meant. Like, if we had Isaac out there, I would like the tandem of Isaac and Gordon playing D against uh, Giannis a little bit. Um, you can force him maybe playing 3-2 defense. I don't even know, but forcing them to play inside rather than shooting the three ball. Uh, but our length is not there right now. So if things change and Isaac does come back for the playoffs and we had Amino back, maybe. I like our chances better. But without those guys, we're not competitive enough. We're not playing well enough defensively just like again justin you mentioned we're number one on offense we are last in defense or 29th in defense since the all-star break so we we fixed our offense but our defense went backwards completely um and against milwaukee you gotta play defense that team is too good uh to give them a, a good a poor effort on the defensive end i agree um it's kind of difficult to to gauge because again you know, being number one in offense since All-Star break, being bottom two, bottom three since All-Star break on defense, it's like we, we can literally change at all times. If we were top 15 in both or top 20 in both, you know, we'd probably be toward the, the, the upper part of the, the conference. So it's like when these guys go out there, you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know if you're going to get elite-level defense and can't put up 100 points or if you're going to score – 135 and just win because you outscored your opponent 135 to like 134. It's it's crazy. So it'll it'll be interesting to to see. I think even kind of like at the end of last season, Orlando's one of those teams that you don't really want to see in the first round of the playoffs because while you might think that there'll be an easy win, it could change up for you really quick. Yeah, it, it's interesting to see how the NBA proceeds because how does that look like? Uh, do they decide that, hey, we're going to start playing in July and then enforce everyone takes uh, a corona test just to make sure that every, everyone's negative with it at some point? Like how, how would that work? So that's why I honestly feel that it's going to – they might just cancel the season in total and just scratch it off and, and get to next season. But if they don't, I, I would hope that the NBA decides to get a little creative. Like this, are, this year has already been – 
you know, too complicated, too crazy. There's so many bad things that's happened from David Stern to Kobe Bryant to now dealing with this craziness. It is really weird. Um, now, something interesting that Spencer Dinwiddie came out with was the idea of having a 28-team uh, tournament, kind of like a bracket, NCAA March Madness type bracket of 28 teams. Um, how how would you guys like seeing something like that happening? And if that were the case, would you still crown the winner, the NBA champion? And then would that NBA champion title still be worth the same? I mean, it would be fun to watch. Anything is better than nothing right now, right? So if that's the way they come back, I'll take it as a tournament and then do a March Madness style. But then I, I, part of me also understands the NBA is too historic. They like things to be done properly in the right way um so i would have a hard time and many fans across the nba would have a hard time saying whoever the champion is of that tournament is the nba champion uh it goes against everything that we've watched in the past you know the 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 best of seven best of five playoff series um but again to finish the season at least it'll be fun to watch um personally myself i wouldn't like it i would rather have them come back best of five first couple of rounds and they'll do best of seven after that. Um, but again, if that's the only option, I'll take it. Yeah, I think it, it's a difficult situation. Initially, it was supposed to be a 30-day kind of delay on the league or pause on the league, which wouldn't have changed all that much. But now we're looking at eight weeks at a minimum. Two months is a long time. I think, um, I don't know, that's, that's what, 60 days and then – you're going to, if you do anything other than the 2018 tournament, you're going to cram a season and postseason into how many months? And then how is that going to impact the start of next season as well? So it's, it's a weird situation. I think the NBA is probably, and it's hard to say because it's still a business. You know what I mean? You don't want to lose all of this money. But like Al said, they are a traditional league. They like doing things traditionally because there's a value to that um so i don't even know if if this season continues i think this will be one of those seasons that doesn't have a champion now one thing that i'm not sure if you guys watched the interview with uh, adam silver a few minutes ago uh, with rachel nichols on espn one thing that um they they talked about briefly was what it's this what's going to cause the nba schedule to be adjusted going forward and by that, they meant there's been rumors in the past of the NBA regular season starting Christmas Day. For many, many uh, years, I've been talking about that. So this might be the start of that. It might be where the NBA resumes back in June, July. It ends in August, a couple of months off. You got the draft free agency, a couple of months off, and the season starts back in December. Um, so there are ways they can still fix this and resume the season, finish the playoffs, but then it will adjust the NBA going forward forever. Uh, one thing that Silver did mention in that interview is that the reason why the NBA was, is done the way it is right now is because people viewed summer as, as a downtime. Kids were playing outside a lot. They didn't want to have the NBA going on in the summer. But now everything's on your phones, right? So you're watching games on your phone. You're traveling with your family. You can catch the games no matter what. So it's going to be interesting to see what the NBA decides to do. But I do feel there's a way that they can resume the season it would just have an impact on the NBA going forward for years to come. And if the NBA is okay with that, we may have basketball here going on uh, regularly once everything is resolved. But that's, that remains to be seen. Yeah, it's tough because if they don't resume the season, 
Now you're talking about a lot of employees that work for these teams that um, may struggle, uh, depend, really depending on their compensation and, and how their salaries and stuff work. Now, it's really good that you have a lot of these teams that are stepping in, a lot of players. Um, and I'm, I'm honestly really proud to, to see that the Magic were one of the first teams to really do this. Dallas, you know, Mark Cuban was the first one to, to talk about it publicly, but the fact that the Magic were one to step up, um, just recently they contributed $2 million to pay hourly employees during the suspended season. And the fact that it, it was Nikola Vucevic, Aaron Gordon, um, I believe Jonathan Isaac, Markel Foltz. I might be missing a couple names, but you know, a good handful of, of players that you know are coming out of pocket to support is really, really good to see from the team. Yeah, I mean, I know the the Magic caught caught some some hate early on because they were not one of those teams that had mentioned they were going to be helping out those employees right off the bat. Um, but it's amazing what they're doing. I think it's the highest amount that any team has committed to playing um, their employees. The players jumping in and helping out as well. Uh, really proud of the organization for doing that because, like you mentioned, it. Thankfully, all of us in this podcast have a job. We, 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 we're, we're safe for the time being, at least, you know, what's going on. But these guys rely on this game nights. They rely on the concession stand sales, the parking garage, you know, all these things. Um, the players playing games and setting up the locker room for them. It's all these little things that we don't think about goes into someone's pocket at the end of the day. Uh, so with the NBA being stopped right now, it's really good to see the NBA and the Orlando Magic in particular helping out and stepping up and, and, and helping out those families. Yeah, um, I agree. But I, I also feel like it was a learning opportunity for a lot of people that you don't have to be the first person or the first group to do something for it to hold value, right? There was so much criticism about, oh, you know, all these teams, all these players are doing this. The Magic aren't doing anything. And it's like, give it time. This whole thing moved so fast that it kind of people expected everybody to just a hundred percent know what to do. Um, people are figuring it out. Pro athletes are figuring it out. Organizations and teams are figuring it out. Um, and it takes time. I am happy to see that, you know, the players did contribute, that the DeVos family did contribute. Uh, it kind of, it kind of further shows, you know, that this is a good culture to be in, be a part of. Um, it's a giving culture. It's a culture that cares about other people. Um, and you don't have to be the first to show you care. The the magic preached so much about being, you know, a character first organization. And and this is one of the moves that that to me mirrors that. Um it's it's good to see that they not only take care of, you know, their players, but you know, it's it's like Mo Bamba said, Mo Bamba was one of the one that also contributed that he says that, you know, the employees in that arena, they're my teammates too. So I'm gonna have their back the same way that they have my back. You know, and that's exactly what you want to see from from the players on your team and, and the people that represent this franchise. It really sets the tone, um, and it goes to show that you know they're they're really a part of the community. And they're part of you know it's it's they're not just playing. They're not just a part of the team. They're part of the city. So big stuff, man. I, I was really excited to see it, and and man, I just hope that this I can't do too much more without without this basketball. So it is fun to see that um, Fox Sports. Um, they're going to be playing some of the past Orlando Magic wins um, upcoming soon. So um, that's going to be exciting to see. Yeah, I think it's going to be on game nights where the Magic were supposed to play. They're going to have a, 
their wins so far this year. They're going to be playing those. And the NBA just announced also NBA League Pass. It's going to be for free for everyone. So those that want to go back and watch games uh, for whoever team, the Lakers, the, the Magic, the whoever team they like. And also, I heard about classic games being in there. I'm not sure what that means. Um, but again, those of us that have free time in our hands right now want to go back and play and watch some games. It's free. Yeah, so crazy, crazy, crazy start to the 2020 year. Um, hopefully everyone is, is being doing all the right, um, right things and, and protecting and staying safe. Uh, closing remarks, let's close this up. Man, I just, I just miss basketball, man. I miss it. Uh, I'm hoping that there is, number one, for, for the, not only the basketball aspect of things, but I really hope that there is an end to this virus situation and, and we go back to our normal life soon. Um, but obviously, this is a basketball podcast. I'm going to focus on that. I just can't wait to watch our team back in action. I would love to see the season finish out and see us in the playoffs. And hopefully, us fans can make it to those games because I've been saying it all year. I can't wait to go back to Amway and live that playoff atmosphere again. Um, it would be unfortunate if we get to watch our team in the playoffs, but no fans in the arena. So uh, that's my closing remark, man. I hope we can, we can watch that happen and be there live. Yeah, there's no way you can have playoffs without fans, right? I think playoff atmosphere is all about the fans. Um, so that'll be, that'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, my closing remarks are for anyone who, who has had the virus, um, or and knows anyone who has or lives with anyone who has. Um, I'm just, you know, wishing you strength and and the ability to to fight it um, and get healthy again. And I think this is a great opportunity to connect with people that you haven't connected with in a long time, whether it be virtually over the phone, call your family, you know, spend some time, tell people you love them, um, and take care of yourself. You don't know what you have until it's gone. And I, I desperately feel that way about, about basketball and sports in general. Um, social distancing is really a big deal and it's something that can really help um, your neighbor, your family, your kids, your, uh, your, your friends and whatnot. So it's something that you should be practicing. Let's make sure that we all keep that top of mind. Do the best practices. Watch your hands. Um, 20 seconds is a rule of thumb. And let's get back to watching basketball as soon as, as, soon as possible. Water. Warm water. Warm water. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. But um, yeah, I appreciate everyone listening. We haven't done a podcast in a couple weeks just trying to get back into the rhythm of dealing with the coronavirus. But thanks for tuning in. Appreciate y'all. That's it. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Ozone Podcast, the voice of Magic fans. Be sure to visit our website, theozonepod.com. And remember to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on all your favorite podcast listening platforms.